Hello and welcome back to the Business Addicts Podcast. Today we're going to launch a new season and want to talk a little bit about what we're going to cover this season. There's been a lot of changes for us and we'll do an update around that as well. But why don't we go right to Jamie and you can tell everyone what the new subject will be. Well, I'm excited about this season and it's going to be focused in the area of family business which I grew up in family business. I mean, it literally started from birth. My parents were already in business and didn't have really a choice in the matter. <laughs> and so for me, having this discussion will be healing, a mix of um, you know, looking back and, and thinking about some of my past experiences there, as well as looking forward and um, talking more about the work that we're doing in family businesses today, as well as you and I being in business together and what that looks like and being real about all of that behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that's a good description of family business. Uh, real. It, it's definitely real. It, uh, one thing that's interesting about family business is that all the, all the things we've talked about on this podcast apply. There is trauma. There is addiction. There is, um, there's a lot of work addictions. Um, there's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of uh, processing. Um, and one thing about family business that maybe is different. And the more I think about it, I don't know where the line is anymore either. Like corporate business, how is that different? I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of corporations that are run by families, but, uh, one thing that's interesting about family business is how much emotion is brought into discussions and how much emotion is used to create leverage, to compete, to, um, try to sway people, but manipulate all those things. So we'll get into a lot of that in this season. I think what uh, another thing we owe you is just kind of a, an update with Jamie and I and how we got here to this subject. And well, uh, we, how, how would you start? How would we talk about how that happened, Jamie? I think it was, it was a, it was a bunch of things, but how did we get here? Yeah. Well, really, um, over the last two years, as we've been looking to create our own business for ourselves and the two of us working together, and as we were healing in that process, it sort of morphed into how can we work together? And really, we're already life and business partners. You know, this idea that we're only business partners if we own a business is kind of ridiculous because once we get married, we're making financial decisions together technically we're already in business together even and we're earning revenue together just through different you know methods and in the past it was generated occasionally through rental income or um, business sources but primarily through jobs it, it we were still we've we've already been business partners we just didn't acknowledge it or talk about it and so yeah I think now we're in a space of awareness and choosing it in a way that we weren't before. It was sort of this training or thought that, you know, you get married, have a job, have a couple of kids and do life together. But I think now we're entering the season of like, we want to be life and business partners together and we want to be connected in that space. And as we heal through our past trauma and um, addictions, I think we see this future that's what can we create? And one of the things that we've found too is that um, there's a portion of our life that's involved in healing from the past and, you know, transcending our parents is a big part of it. And then 
who are we learning who we are and more about ourselves and then also becoming and stepping into the belief that we are creators or co-creators with God. And now, you know, as we look to create the life in a new way um, through this business model, we've started working in family businesses and realizing that both of us really enjoy high conflict um, or crisis moment type situations. Me from a strategy standpoint and Kevin more from like a, this is really emotional and we're being, we're aware that there's emotions here. Sometimes in business, it's like, well, you know, take the, take the emotion out of this. This is just business. But the reality take is emotion out of family business. There's, <laughs> yeah, no, there's no way to do that. Yeah. But I think we, before we get into that too much more, I'd like to back up and, um, start with a question. Would you, did you want to get into business with me? Like, you know, having a business, a coaching business with me at the beginning. I think we need to add a little vulnerability here to be true to what we do here at, at on this podcast. The answer is no. <laughs> I was I was hoping to create a business with your sister or with somebody else that I could hire and not so much you. I mean, um, counting on someone that is more emotional based or coming from, um, you know, formerly an addict, it just felt like I couldn't count on you, you know, to show up when I needed you to show up or, you know, my, my strategy side is just like, where are you sometimes? <laughs> and, yeah. And, well, I think, I think also it was really tough for us to have a conversation about money hmm. even, well, I don't know, up until maybe six months, maybe even more recent than that. Well, like a serious conversation about money that actually ended in us still liking each other. Well, and really so, working together in that space because we've worked obviously together for 20 years in this life and business partnership. You deferred to me a lot correct. of times. Yep. And so I'm asking you to show up at the level a business partner would show up and potentially know your numbers and understanding it's not going to be your primary space, but real, real conversations again. Can you have those? And so to answer your first question, the answer is no, that I wasn't looking to be in business with you. And again, sort of in denial that I was already in business with you, right? Um, and initially, you know, 15, 20 years ago, we said we could never do business together. So this is going sure. in and saying, yeah. who are the people that we need to become in order to be in business together? And realizing that it could be amazing if we become those people. And we're both committed to that now. So I think it's really shifted. Yeah, I think you know, one thing I thought that just came was, I think one one thing around um, that we didn't want to be in business together was just like we put your parents on a pedestal. Like we knew they were imperfect, but like somehow they could do it, but we couldn't do it and it wasn't us. And so um, I don't know, that was, that was a thought that just came, especially your mom, but both really, that they somehow navigated that and did such a great job in business and created these massive companies together. Um, I don't know. There was there was something there. I was like, it's just not us. I got to go get a job. And yeah. Well, let's dig into that a little bit because I think that goes back to when did you acknowledge that you were ready to become a business owner and be able to say the words, I am a business owner. And technically, again, we were already in business together. We've had other side things and we had rentals together. But I think there was a shift in 
awareness and, and maybe saying I am a business owner. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Well, there was definitely different layers to that. And um, that's been on the podcast to a certain extent already. Uh, but I don't think I really was able to say that until recently where, I mean, okay. So a lot of my healing has come from situations where I, f- I finally figure out what is feels right. Right. And then it's like, Oh, I get it. Like I finally, I caught up to reality. Um, and so maybe I'll just, I'll explain some of what has changed for us is that like somehow we found out, I would say, through needing to probably is the biggest reason like we absolutely needed to figure out our business situation um but from that place of need we started to realize or i certainly started to realize that i the things that i didn't want to do in business jamie loved and the things that she wanted to do in business i hated so we found since then that there's some variation to that like there's some things that I need to do that she's really good at right like that's still true and there's some things that I love doing that she still does right um like coaching um you know like I love to have one-on-one conversations but there's a lot of times where it's super necessary for Jamie to be a coach and to be who she is as a coach because she's a little different than me and we need those conversations Um, And we probably sometimes even need them on a continual basis for the people we're working with. Uh, So that's one example. Um, But what is so obvious to us now is that as couples, a lot of times we're opposites and there's, we don't want to do the same things. We don't like to do the same things. And so it's kind of funny that we would ever think that we wouldn't want to be in business together because we're a natural pair. Like it actually works really well. Is there a better way you can say this? I, I, feel I don't like know I'm if it's better. Words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's better, but I think about the speech that I have um, that I'm working on right now about the peanut butter and jelly relationships and creating your perfect partnership in business. And um, most people that know me, but for those that are on the podcast might not know this about me. I love the the idea that people would be working in their geniuses. Well, how do you know if you're working in your genius? You know, there's different assessments, different way to find out about that. But you, you know, one of the ways we work on it now is the working genius with Patrick Lencioni. You know that you're the first part of work with some wonder. And then both of us kind of have to play in the idea space because it's kind of a competency for both of us. And then um, in order to go to move to activation, like We engage my discernment on the ideas and then who's going to rally the team? It's going to be me. And then I'm going to go back to you to get, you know, get things started and for help when we need help. And then tenacity, we're both going to have to muscle through it because it's a frustration for both of us. And as fast as we can hire for those positions, you know, that's a thing for us. But things like that to be able to know um, and be able to have the language to communicate, you know, we also use life languages to be able to say, okay, this is working in your lane. Can you help more with this? Or human design, like getting in alignment with our best gifts and talents, knowing what they are. So it's kind of like having good fences and good neighbors. I know what I'm going to be doing in the business. You know what you're going to be doing and why create those rules and responsibilities unless we're working from a place of 
understanding what our geniuses are. And we know without doing a lot of assessment stuff that you're in the emotional space and I'm in the strategy space. So again, when it gets heavy and it's like, I'm going to give you a call. Um, and then thinking too about in addition, what else do we need in addition when we're creating those perfect partnerships um, is a clear vision on where we're going. Because one of the things that I see with couples and even in marriage is um, when people have a different goal that they're working towards, we have, you know, couples that kind of end up drifting in different directions versus now you and I have something that we're working on together. And it's something that when we're in the car together, we get to talk about and create together. And we're not just talking about the kids or what the kids are doing or what you're doing at work and what the conversations you're having at work. But now we're creating together. What is it that we want to create? And then when that vision is clear, we're working on it together. I think it's super fun to be able to do that with you. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's very true. We countless hours in the vehicle together and, uh, and it's not just creating, like, I'm glad that it's also processing. I know you want, you like creation more than I do, but, but yeah, that's been a big part of our healing, even before the business. Like for some reason we, we do a lot of work. Uh, we process a lot, whatever it is, we, we do well taking trips together. Um, I like driving. Jamie likes to challenge me uh, to grow and drive at the same time. <laughs> All right. So that helps. I, I love what you did there because what you did is answer my question and take it a little further. You And you, you linked something that I wasn't linking is one reason why we are able to clearly know that we're so different is because of all the personality profile work we've done. So I have a good understanding of how you fit and what your skill set is and how the things that you're good at and what I, I really want to lean on you for. And you have a good idea of what I do and, and what I'm good at and, and what you want to lean on me for. And that's, that's healthy. Yeah. And also along with those assessments, a lot of them teach us what are the stress signals? How do I know when you're not really operating as your best self, but more operating at a stress? And how do you know when, when I'm hitting my stress mode and how do we have space for each other in that instead of, you know, criticizing or calling it out as though, um, it's something that we're doing wrong. It's really just a sign that we're under some stress and we, and we might not know why that's there. So it's, it's a space for us to be able to get curious in. Um, so I really appreciate that about the assessments as well. Yeah, that's huge. Um, that's that's a big responsibility for us to help our clients with because, yes, when the stress gets high, especially financial stress gets high, yeah, not always great decisions are made. Um, and we're not always communicating our deepest needs or, or even have the knowledge of how to communicate what we really need and what's going on in our heads. We're just more logical, just I need this. Um, whatever, whatever the the situation is, it's like, just cut right through it. Don't deal with any of the emotion. I just, I just need this to be done and then everything's going to be better. And that's not true, right? Like we need to deal with all the emotion. We need to deal with the stress. Why, why is it there? Uh, what can we do about it? We need to talk about the actual problem instead of just, oh, skip to the end. I'm going to make this decision I clearly need to make. 
yeah, what you're bringing up there really kind of leans into this next season with family business and us potentially bringing on people that also work in family business, but maybe in different areas than where we work. Um, you know, maybe it's more the financial side or the legal side or mediation, um, HR strategies. I mean, if we talk about family business from the perspective that we're coming from right now, which is that our clients have been in those space where they want trust, it's not there. Communication is broken down. And um, there's such a deep loyalty among the family members. And there's also some addiction in some of the family members that's impacting the businesses overall. And the question is, how can we help them create these legacy businesses? Or if there's someone that's not supposed to be a part of it anymore, how do we give them permission to leave without having to leave the family? And mm-hmm. um, how do we help them create connection that's true connection and respect that's true respect, not just demanded respect, right? So I think if you could speak to some of the emotion that you see in the family business and some of the common themes, what do you see us talking about over this next year? Well, that respect word you just used is huge, right? Uh, There's some sides to the respect thing that I don't completely get, um, but it definitely there's this huge need for respect I can definitely see that in in both sides. Like, on one hand, respect me by listening and doing what I want you to do. And on the other hand, respect, respect me by seeing who I am. You know, like those two contrasts. Um, so we'll, pro- we'll get into that a lot over the season, I'm guessing. Other people telling us what they've, what respect is, what, what they've seen on this whole word respect and and what the viewpoints that they've witnessed have been. And then also I think uh, communication is, Mm. you know, that piece where people want it. It's like a buzzword, you know, like culture. People want it, another buzzword, but how to actually implement it. And what I believe is that family business already has a culture and it's really digging into what is the positive of the culture and then what are the negatives and then shifting through what do we want to keep and what do we want to let go as we as we move into this legacy business concept of what is the legacy we're creating whether we're selling it keeping it making it multi-generational really it doesn't matter what is the culture that we want to keep what is the culture that we need to let go of in order to move into that next generation or into that next phase and um so communication is and culture being these buzzwords But the reality is, like we know with addiction, the opposite of addiction is not non-addiction, it's connection. And so part of the reason that this business and this family business stuff matters is because when we start to have that breakdown in connection is when we lose the communication and the respect. And so it's all tied together in this weird bundle that, you know, you can read about in a book, but how do we actually implement it one in one, you know, and, and you and I have over this last 20 years of being married together and going through the struggles and the challenges that we've been through, when we commit to going through them, then we get to commit to finding out who we're capable of being in that process. And I really personally believe that the work that we've committed to doing in moving beyond our parents, transcending the things that we came into the relationship with, and then deciding, you know, what, who do we want to be? What do we want to keep and what do we want to let go of is the same thing that needs to be done in each individual in the business. So that's kind of some of the things that have been on my mind and how I'm hoping to learn 
from other people through this next year. Because I know when we first started the Business Addicts podcast, we became aware that trauma was behind addiction in a, at a level that we didn't know. So then that became season two. And now season three, we're stepping into serving and family businesses in a way that's very emotional, very invested, and it impacts both us and our clients. And I know that we want to show up for them 110%. And so finding those resources over the next year and bringing those same tools and resources to other people, finding the experts in the fields that we didn't know about, that didn't know existed, how can we learn to create a legacy for our family and for the business that we're creating through this process. That's that's the outcome that I would like to see at the end of the year is that we really feel like we've learned so much that we can now implement in our business and helping our clients. Wow. Uh, let's not, yeah, that's that's very Jamie. Let's set the highest bar possible for the season. Yep, I'm all behind that one. So one thing you, as you were talking what about communication, what came to me is is like, so much about the way we communicate with ourselves and so so little communication is happening inside of was happening let's just say for me that was happening inside of me about what i need and then the way i'm negotiating quote unquote with the people around me um is there anything you would like to share with us around that whole negotiation standpoint or, or competing strategy, all that stuff that you you know about this. Yeah, love it. Thank you. So I learned recently there are five different types of negotiating styles. Obviously, you and I had listened to the book Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss and um, another one by Oren Clough. So we've kind of had this interest in you know high-level negotiation and different things like that. But recently, I learned that there's five different negotiating strategies and there's collaborating uh, compromising, um, avoiding, accommodating, and then competing. And I think <laughs> it's rare to find business owners, especially family business owners, first generation ones that are in the collaborating phase. They're either, <laughs> yes. you know, in the competing, avoiding, <laughs> compromising, accommodating. And, um, and again, another piece of knowledge, how does that information matter? How does that change? things. Well, for you and I, now that we know what our styles are in negotiating and the pros and cons around those styles, we can have common language, common ability to communicate based on that common language. So yes, I'm excited to dig into all of that um, even more with others on this podcast and, and just share, how does this matter? How can we create common language around the ability to negotiate in a healthy way? Um, as a form of communication. We're doing it anyway. People are competing, setting, um, what is it called when you set like an ultimatum? Here's the oh, ultimatum. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it's a form of uh, communication. A line in the sand. I'm going <laughs> to set the line in the sand because yeah. then I have significance. Yeah. And then the <laughs> next person uses avoiding as their way of navigating oh, guilty. against. Guilty. <laughs> right. As the way of navigating against ultimatums. Like, okay, there are options. Is there a better option? Let's just, let's get curious. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be getting all very curious in a lot of things, I think, along this this whole season. Uh, I just want to welcome you back. I know you've been here in the last season, but um, this is going to, Jamie and I are going to be doing this together a lot more. You're going to see us together in, in, in more of these seasons. I'm not going to guarantee we'll always be together, 
but uh, your Jamie's going to be much more of a part of this season than she was in the trauma season. So welcome back. Looking forward to it. And let's get started. Thank you. Excited to be here. Thank you for tuning in. And to stay in touch, email us at info at businessaddictspodcast.com.